I'm not apologizing. I'm not apologizing to New York. I don't care. I don't care. I'm getting right into it. The Knicks just beat the Cavaliers. The Knicks just got into the second round of the playoffs for the first time since 2013. And I'm not apologizing. I don't care. It proved nothing. All right, cool. (laughs) Well, yo, you got to throw some respect on the New York Knicks' name. No, I don't. Yes, you do. And let me tell you why. The, The fashion in which they won. They did it in dominating fashion. Nobody expected this from them. Not me, not you. That's why you feel the way that you do. That's why you still be rambling off about mm. how much you hate New York. You know how mm. they have the shirts that say, I heart New York? That heart fuse <laughs> is broken. <laughs> heart fuse I don't is even, broken. Here's the thing. I don't even hate New York. I don't. I just don't buy into the same hype they get every year and do nothing. That's all I'm saying. So all of a sudden, everyone's like, the Knicks are back. And I'm like, no, you beat Cleveland. That's it. And you really, and yes, it was dominating, but Cleveland, I'm looking at the stats now. Like, come on. Like, the bench gave them nothing, nothing to work with. Like, but you have to give them credit for taking Donovan Mitchell out of that series. Donovan Mitchell out of that series. I'm sorry. Um, Josh Hart did a number on Donovan Mitchell ever since I believe game two. Sure. Um, Josh Hart did a number on him, and you got to give Josh Hart, Jalen Brunson, those two Villanova guards specifically. You have to give them their just dues. And Emmanuel Quickly. That man is going to be a problem. <laughs> Emmanuel Quickly is a dog off the bench for the New York Knicks. I love those three guards. I think those three guards are definitely the future for the New York Knicks. I would agree with that. However, I refuse to apologize until, here's the thing. If they somehow can get past either Milwaukee or Miami, whoever's next up, if they can beat whoever they see in the next series, I will apologize. And I will wear some kind of I Love New York shirt on the (laughs) back. That's how confident I am that it's just not going to happen. No, You know what? I'm going to put you in a Knicks jersey. How about that? Oh, okay. Now, see... You know, you are like three sizes smaller than me, so it would have to be like a neckerchief. <laughs> but I, I appreciate the sentiment, yes. But no, I got you. I got you. That. I got you. Don't worry. I got you. Okay. It is that serious for me. It's, I don't even dislike the Knicks. I just don't buy the hype. And I don't think this series proved anything beyond what I've been saying the entire time is they're just, they're still a 2023 Knicks. That doesn't mean anything. If they won a playoff series. Sure. When's the last time they were? When's the last time they did that? 2013 is the last time they won a playoff series. So a decade, ten years. I, my, I, I would have paid cash on the same bet, even knowing that I would lose. I still would have put cash on the Cavs. So congratulations, Knicks. You, you got out the first round. Great, that's great. I don't buy it. I think they're frauds. I think this was a weak matchup, and I think they get totally exposed. Whoever they play in the next series, we'll see. Hey, you know, man. I sound like a hater right now, but I just had to get that out there. It just ended. I don't care. I don't buy it. <laughs> Siege. You're missing the biggest thing. And as a Chicago Bull fan, I thought you would catch it. Mm, the coach that, is Tom Thibodeau. That might be why I'm salty about it. <laughs> I, lo- I used to love Tibbs. That was He's a great guy. coach. He's a great, great coach. coach. And I think they did him dirty when they kind of kicked him out of Chicago. But I, I am a petty person at heart. I don't like seeing people succeed without my teams. So the same way I, I love and adore Derrick Rose, I don't want to see him succeed without my team because he should have been the chosen one. He was the guy. 
And it's not his fault that his knees fell apart. But I don't want to see someone with the new boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever you want to call this, like with the new person. I don't want to see them happy. I'm petty that way. I'm a petty person. I can admit that. Oh, CJ toxic. I'm I'm a little toxic. I'm CJ allowed to toxic. be a little toxic. Just when it comes to sports. When it comes to real life, I'm a very pleasant person. But when it comes to sports, I am a Chicago fan. I am innately toxic. I don't want nobody winning nothing. Nothing. Unless I'm winning it first. Because we don't ever win shit. If it ain't got nothing to do with you, you don't want it, huh? I don't even watch it. Like, fuck it. Nothing mm. to do with me. Yeah, I'm toxic. It's a little. It's a little, it's a little poison. It's a little mm. bit. A little bit. If I was one of your Pokemon friends, I don't know. I, you can call me like, like a Needle King for I sure. I was going to say like a Grimer. Thank you for the King, bro. I was going to say a Grimer. Needle King, yeah, for sure. Or a Grimer. <laughs> a or muck. A, yeah. a Muck spelled backwards. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You had to go with the joke right away. Huh? I had to go for that was, it. That you, was pretty good. You led me down that path. So yeah. you, that's your fault, sir. See? Toxic. I, <laughs> I spread it on everybody else, too. Automatic poison. Automatic. That's right. That's that's my shit. Nice setup you got there, man. I like the room. Hey, man. I was just going to say, it's not set up yet. Um, I mean, it's nice. It's, uh yeah, you know, my bed. And then um I still got some stuff laying around. Laundry basket, like little hey. TV, my mini TV. My big TV is <laughs> actually right in front of me. I got the game on, the Bucks and the Heat. Yeah, I thought you had something glowing on you. I was like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. but Yeah, I, yeah, I, I got the game on. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, my records are gone, obviously, so I'm kind of sad. Uh, they're not on the wall. They're not on the wall. They're not gone, gone, but they're not on the wall. Good, Oof. good. I almost back, had a heart I'm attack sure. just saying that. God yeah, damn. Yeah, dude, yeah. Let's not even play about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to set my wall up to record. I think I'm going to set it up on this wall. I just have yeah. to rearrange some shit. Nice. Yeah. Work in progress, man. Just take some time, and it's going to feel like home again, and yes, it'll be sir. all good. Mm-hmm. That's Best dope. Now, um, there's so much to talk about when it comes to sports. This is a big week. Big week. A lot of how'd it kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> man, how'd you want to do this? I mean, we started talking ball. You just want to finish it up and let's then move finish on? ball. Let's start the show right away and let's get right into the ball because your, your boy Jimmy Buckets needs to have a little bit of a, a talk about the amazing performance he had. So let's start mm. the show right away. One, two, three. Mm, 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 mm. So, man, let me tell you about this man, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> he probably listened to the pod and was like, bro, these cats must have forgot who I was. Yeah, I think so. And you know what? He's absolutely right. For a second, I forgot that Jimmy Butler, playoff Jimmy Butler. Right. Was Michael Jordan in the flesh. Which he says playoff Jimmy isn't a real thing. And I'm like, D -d do no. you know what you look like in the playoffs? Because it's no. immaculate. He is too humble for his own. I think so. He need to start talking a little bit of shit. Well, you get Rachel boy, around. Boy, he be getting this shit off. <laughs> he be getting his shit off. He went crazy in this game. I'm telling you, uh, what was it? Game four, right? When they went up 3-1. Yes. yes. When Giannis right. came back. He was a one-man wrecking crew. Right. I, I've i seen a lot of great performances in the playoffs. Butler's that, up there. I, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but that might have been the single-handed, single-handedly might be the best individual playoff performance I've ever seen in my life. It is a top five for me. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, like I said. But I know. We have a lot of recency bias, especially in basketball or a lot of sports yeah. that are, you know, a lot of games with the season and all that stuff. And the playoffs, when you have a seven-game series for every single step of the way, 
yeah, it, that's a lot of data to be bringing in to try to compare it to. So, yeah, re- recency bias is a big deal here. We can understand that. But at least we can say in recent memory, in the last decade or so, yeah, it's, it's up there. When you think about the magnitude of this, like, you're the eighth seed. Right. Nobody gave you a shot. I didn't. Huge underdogs. And Jimmy Butler comes out there and says, this is my fucking city. Y'all right? better recognize this shit right now. <laughs> I, the stats are crazy. I mean, he yeah, I mean, played 41 minutes, 56 points at the end of this. Like 19 for 28. I mean, the shooting percentage was great. Made three three-pointers out of eight attempts. I mean, the, High the 30%, rebounds. That's yeah, nine rebounds, two assists. Yeah. Had a block. I mean, the guy was in his bag. Plain and simple. He, best game he ever played. At the most crucial point of the season. Because if they lost that game, that could have just flipped the switch and they yep. probably would have went to shit. Barrett would have been getting blown out right now. Yep. They're actually up by three right now. That's true. Uh so man, Jimmy came through from the whole city of Miami. Yeah, the whole right. city of Miami. Wade County. No, nah, this is this is this is this is Jimmy. I don't know what the fuck to call it. <laughs> it's Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Land. It's Jimmy Land. I don't know what the fuck to call it, but <laughs> shit. We'll figure it out. But goddamn, it's, it's Jimmy time. It's Jimmy time. Absolutely. And that's just, I mean, like you said, no one gave him a chance. I know I definitely didn't give him a chance at all. We didn't we, give him a chance. We definitely did. I was going to just sink my own ship on this one, but you're right. You didn't either. And my God, mm. the Bucks. I don't know what's happening. Even with the injury and everything, it's still just... They're just, um, they're getting just outmatched. All right, so for the series outlook, honestly, I, I still got the Bucks. <laughs> this game tonight, right now, is is a crucial game. I mean, obviously, Captain Obvious here, but like, if the Bucks can pull this one out, I kind of agree. I kind of see them coming back and closing this out in seven. So, mm-hmm. like, I still feel like the Bucks have this, but I will say, if the Heat could just do this. In five on the Milwaukee Bucks, like I honestly, God, feel like they're a threat against anybody. They get New York if they win, which you already know how I feel about that. So that's a sweep. Looking past the Knicks, <laughs> and I just I just gave New York all these props. See? I'm sorry, but if Jimmy if Jimmy comes out like this, oh, it's a sweep. I'm done. Right. I'm sorry. It's done. This Jimmy Butler, he's gonna bring the thunder against any team if he's playing like this. You gotta look out. Yeah. He's untouchable like this. And I know I'm not expecting him to put up 56 points a game for the mm. rest of the way out. It's just not going to happen. However, no. the way he's playing, the fact that he's filling the stat sheet, the fact that he's everywhere, he's facilitating all the offensive plays. If he becomes that kind of leader, like he kind of used to be, I, he, still is. I, he still is. But I mean, that that's much more of a team effort now than it used to be just the Jimmy Butler show. If he's putting up this much as a member of this team, damn, damn. I think they match up with anybody now. So they are making me eat my own hat, not this one. But a lot of, I have to go back and say, damn, Miami, you might have something cooking this playoff series. No, uh, if they can get, if they can somehow get past Milwaukee, mm. and if they can somehow get Bam to play like how he played in the regular season, because yes. he's had a lackluster series against the Bucks. Yes. I must say. I agree. He had 15 points his last game, too. So it's. He averaged like 20, 10, and 5 in the regular season. Right. So you need that, that Bam. Yeah. At yeah, least. You need, yeah. You need that Bam out of bio and then play off Jimmy. Yes. If you got those two, you can beat anybody in the East right now. Yes. If you have those two. In the but East. In the East. I'll put that way. Yes. But I don't see Bam out of bio emerging out of this Milwaukee series. And that's why I still have Milwaukee winning this series. I would let agree. me tell you, this series is very reminiscent of when the Bucks played the Nets. 
when KD was in that ass. Mm, good point. KD was in that ass in similar ways that Jimmy Butler was. Right. Um, KD eventually had like a 3-2 lead. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yes. Um, and the Bucks came back and won that. Right. It was a war of attrition. When it's a war of attrition, the easier or the teams that the teams that get the easiest baskets always win. Right. Milwaukee gets easy baskets because of fucking Giannis. Yep. He Euro steps you from the three point line and there's nothing you can do about it. Not a damn thing. Especially when you're exhausted. Right. You know who's not exhausted? Giannis. <laughs> never. He's he probably never. Has, he'll show it. <laughs> right. No, he'll save it till when he goes to the locker room. Yeah. He'll put his head down and chill out. But when he's yeah. out there, that man is all focus, all heart, all guts, all mm-hmm. balls. So, yeah, you have to outpace Giannis. Good fucking luck. Good luck. It, and I still got happen. the Bucks. I have the Bucks as well. Damn, it might be a seven-game stretch for these guys. But yeah. see. We'll hey, see. Hey, let me tell you the real reason why I want the Bucks to win, though. Okay. So this is Shorty, right, that I'm talking to. <laughs> uh, yes. And uh, here, I'll read the text messages right Wait, now. is this the same one? Like the... the, the oh! Yeah! Oh, it the, is. Okay. The <laughs> shiny Pokemon. The shiny Pokemon. Yes, yes. You're... you're Smitten about her last week. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. same girl. I was like, yes. bro, <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing the horn dog stuff with this one, right? Man, she might be like a celebrity, to be honest with you. Damn, she's that legendary. She's that mystical. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I might even show you a picture of her. Ooh, I think you should. I need okay, visuals, okay, okay. man. I'm always painting these pictures in my head of your Pokemon friends, so you look like just Ash Ketchum just walking the streets these days. I need. Some visual stimulation. Now, it, it kind of helps. It helps the story. Mm. Okay, got gotcha. you. But basically, um, what happened was, I was like, you're trying to catch the game together. Games, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She was like, she was like, where is it? Oh, yeah, right here. And she was like, and then cry together if need be, I'm down. Oh, she wants to yeah. get sensitive. Yes. And I said, you smoke? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you smoke? She says, I do, with the eyes. She uh-huh. said... And I said, all right, bet. I'll come scoop. We can hot box, and then we'll go to Deer District. Nice. And she said, that sounds perfect, to be honest. Boom. That's why I need them to win game five and game six, so we can go to game seven. <laughs> does, she know you want, does she know you want eight kids yet? No, but she knows that our kids will have beautiful hair. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, just don't lead with that. Just, <laughs> that's, that's a back pocket kind of thing. But, bro. But that's good. Let's see the... Oh, I don't know if how good it's gonna focus. I mean, you're talking like an HD through an HD here. Oh, there's a focus. Uh, you know what? Um, hey, let me do this. Let, let me. Yeah, technology says you can just you know send me a photo to my phone. It you know, right like I, I wanted to, to make it like as authentic as possible. You, feel I, feel, me? I feel you. I, I feel you. Yeah, but technology, technology, that's something. So yes, hopefully the Bucks pull this out for your sake. Now, on top of my everything sake. else, yes, because we sake. need blessings and abundance for you in your love life. As you like yes. to say. <laughs> and we'll just hope for the best. But like you said, Miami, right now, I mean, they're doing well, 46-38. And that is eye-opening, to say the least. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, you got it. Oh, I did get it. Yeah. Yeah. a boy. That's all I'm putting Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She, uh, I see you, sir. She, I, I might have caught one. I might have caught one. I think you, yeah. Might have caught one. That's an ultra ball. At least for that one. <laughs> but, yo, hey, yo, check this out. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you. Okay. We're going to transition. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to pull this transition on you right now. Okay. But how did your mom feel about your interracial relationship? Mm. So, do, okay. 
let me counter with that. You are specifically talking about my wife, right? Not any yes. other. Okay. Just making yep. sure. And yep. the reason I say that is because I'll try to make this as quick as possible. Number one, I've only brought e-girls home to my mother ever. Only introduced her to three. Only girls. introduced her to three. Not that I've only dated that- three, <laughs> but. I already fucked up. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's all right. So I've only brought three home to her. And there's a reason for that. My mom is a very sweet woman. She raised four boys. I'm the oldest of four. So it means I was the first one dating. So the standards were ridiculously high. Mm. Ridiculously high. And remember, I don't have I didn't have a dad either. So I learned about being a gentleman. I learned about just everything a man should be from my mother. That's mm. that's a strong woman. So if I was bringing someone home, it was a big fucking deal. That also I also need to mention that if in case you didn't know this about me. I've only mostly dated Caucasian slash Asian. That's really uh, like one black woman got caught my eye one time. It didn't really work out. That's really about it. A lot of what I brought home was interracial. That makes sense. Makes sense. So when I brought Rachel home, the standards were already way too high because the two before her had cheated on me. Oh, so, you see what I mean? So not only was there like, uh, a standard because I'm the firstborn. There's mm-hmm. a standard because the other the other girls hurt Mama's baby. You know what I mean? Mm. So Rachel had a lot to overcome right mm. out the gate before she even opened her mouth. She had a lot to overcome there. Okay. So when it comes to the race thing, you know, you know, black people. You know, we we're tribal. We we want to make sure we're strengthening the bloodline. We want to make sure that at the end of the day, our children aren't getting hurt. And interracial relationships can be tricky in today's in today's society, in society back when I was dating. It can be tricky, especially with optics and the way people feel about it, whatever. That's neither here nor there. That's a whole conversation for another day. My mom my mom was always welcoming of anybody. She just wanted to know your intentions. When I brought Rachel home, my mom liked her right away. And she'll never she has a poker face. But here's the thing about that. It also helps that my wife has a black booty. I'm just I'm putting that out there. I'm just putting that out there. It helped dramatically. Here's why. Because the, one of the first times my mom met Rachel, when we were kind of hanging out, mm-hmm. there's a big family function. So a big barbecue. She, so pretty much Rachel got the to cook out. cookout right away. So without That's a, big. That's it's huge. Big. It's big. So I didn't expect the cookout part. That was a surprise. That kind of ended up being a, a big deal. But she got family approved right away. And her ass is what kind of broke the ice. Because, you know, black folks, they don't like the whole lot of shit back. So right away, we're trying to scoop by to get a plate. Let me get a plate. Let me get a plate. Oh, baby, you want something? And a lot of times, Rachel would get the, damn, like, that's a great ass. Like, they're being very genuine about it. That day you've been eating cornbread all your life. Right, right. <laughs> it's not her first cookout. And, you know, Rachel's fit and everything. So, like, that was the biggest icebreaker that I never saw coming. And because mm. Rachel's so sweet, she just took it on the chin, like, oh, thank you, thank you. And I'm just like, I'm looking at my brothers, like, make grandma stop. 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 <laughs> grandma, stop. Take her to church. Right. Please. Take her, wheel her out of here. Something. <laughs> so, yes, it, my mom was very welcoming. Her and Rachel got along immediately. The race thing really didn't have a lot to do with it. I mean, it was mostly just based off Rachel's character. Mm. The race part came into play with the girls more who cheated on me because that kind of sold that saying, like, you can't trust white people. And it's like, because that's how my mom was raised, was you can't mm-hmm. trust them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never been that guy. I've always been welcoming of all types. So just trying to overcome those past stereotypes 
was mm-hmm. the big deal. Rachel yeah. passed with flying colors. To this day, my mom and Rachel get along swimmingly. Like, they are great friends. They talk all the time. Like, my mom, I'm pretty sure she likes Rachel more than she likes me at this point. Like, <laughs> like that, Rachel became the golden child of the family just because she's a sweet person. So, like, that's, it's, that's a, it's a great that's thing. thing. Yes. So, I, I understand the racial concept, and interracial mm-hmm. dating has always been a part of my life. However, having a nice ass really helps. <laughs> that's the moral of the story. If, if you want to get past social anxiety, just have a great ass. With, with, with black families? With black families. Nice yeah, that, that's really all you need. Don't so shy that- away from eating. Like if you're at oh, wait, the cookout, you better eat. Hold on, hold on. So, so to, to put it in a guy's perspective, I'm gonna need a black cock. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I'm not sure it's gonna help you at a fa- at a cookout. Not so much, but yeah. See, in, like, in the bedroom, I'm in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. does help to to be packing. To be packing, yeah. yeah. To, be, to, to, so, to be packing, to to be packing, like all, all of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Front, front, yeah. back, front, back. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So now, with with this girl, hey. let's hope she has the same standards (laughs) hey i mean so i asked you because i was so i was fucking around my mom i was trolling the fuck out of her okay and so i hit her up one day and i'm like hey mom uh we're going to a wedding this this week and so i hit my mom like hey mom uh you know i I got a date to the wedding and i already know how my mom is most asian parents they want their fully 100 percent Asian breaded child to marry another 100% Asian breaded child <laughs> from breaded the part. same from the same ethnicity. So right. my mom wants me with a Hmong woman. That tribe mentality. Yes, yes. You know, you, you you can relate to that. You know, I'm Absolutely. glad you brought that up with Absolutely. your mom. Yes. Um, and with black people in general being very tribal. Yes. You know, Absolutely. Um, I believe Asians, very blacks, similar. Hispanics, very similar in, in that respect. Yes. Um, and so I was like, hey, mom, uh, I got this date to the wedding. Uh, you know, we've seen each other for a while. Uh, she's black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just fuck with that chocolate ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't say it to your mom. Swear to God, bro. I'll send oh you the screenshot of that, too. <laughs> no, the chocolate ice cream. I swear to God, bro. I'll send you that screenshot, too. <laughs> so I'm down with the swirl. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that is that is bold. <laughs> oh, oh. Look, I was... You know, obviously, my mom was, you know, pushing back. Like, she's not like pushing back aggressively. She's like, "Oh, mm. like, how does your dad feel about?" Because my parents are divorced. Sure. How does your dad feel about it? Hmm. I rather have you go for this girl. And I'm like, "Mom, that girl is married with children." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late. <laughs> like, mom. Yeah. But yeah, I was just trolling with my mom. Like, I was trolling, but I wasn't really trolling. Sure. Um, because, really like I said, testing uh, the waters, see how she feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, nice. I just met this girl, so I just want to, you know. See how my mom would feel, um, and I know it'd be a little bit of a hurdle, but I know the hurdle wouldn't be too big to get. Sure, um, as long so as you're happy, it. right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. As long as, long as my mom sees that she treats, but right. that's if it gets to that point. Okay, um, one step at a time. Yep, one step at a time. Um, fun fact: I'm not taking her to the wedding. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just trolling with my mom. You see what she would say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's what you got to do. Yeah. Now, anyway. <laughs> That's what we were originally talking about. Right. Um, so the Nuggets uh obviously won. Uh people want us to talk about that. We talked about them. Um Yeah, Nuggets. Sixers, uh people want us to talk about them too. Uh they won. Here we go. We yeah, Sixers. About them. Um, Here we go, Sixers. Suns won. Suns won in five. Um, we talked about them. Here we go. Uh, oh, oh, let me say this. Devin Booker has been the second best player in my eyes in the NBA playoffs. Thank you. Second to Jimmy Butler, who we just 
road all over <laughs> as we should as we fucking should because we're rachel nichols fans too i'm kidding anyway Ooh, he had to be <laughs> cracking that before the game oh man good yeah, old jimmy um yes you're absolutely right devin booker has been amazing as well the suns are cooking and they're they're full speed ahead to the finals here i'm i'm excited to see what they come up with next but yeah get yeah. out the fucking way Get out the fucking way. I think they got the Nuggets next. Yo, that, that's done. Yeah. yeah. And I think they, they'll handle the Nuggets. I think Probably so. six games. We had our brackets. We're going to stick to them. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I said, but yeah. We're going to stick to them. <laughs> um, do you want to transition over to something else? Boxing. Boxing, right. boxing, boxing. Now, you did mention kind of in passing, and we didn't talk a lot about it just because we haven't really gotten to boxing matches and things, but Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia – Two huge, huge names in boxing. We're meeting up over the weekend. Big, big fight. So I had to check it out. I know Ryan was going to check it out too. So we could talk about that just a little bit. It wasn't, again, much of a fight. I want to bring it up because one of us, not me, fucking called the winner and the correct round that it happened. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck. And I listened back to the episode and you're just like, oh, knockouts in round seven. Like you just did it in passing. Like it was just. You wouldn't you didn't think twice about it. And that's exactly Man. what happened. And, and you know what's crazy? Like, I've been hot. You have been. I called round two with Izzy. Yeah. What, I called Leon by decision. Are you working for Vegas or something? I I need to be. They need to be paying me. I think so. They're gonna lose they money need, paying need you. They need to make their spreads. They need me to 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 influence the public. They need me to do all that. I'm gonna have so you come start on, making... Vegas Caesar Sportsbook. Holla at yeah. you, boy. I'm gonna start making you make my bets and shit. Make me some money. Dude. I got you. I'll be going to Pato. Hey, I'll be going to Pato. You know, they open up that sports book. Sports book, I know. Let me know. Ooh, I got to get out Let there. Let me know. I got to hey, get out actually, there. Actually, let's go down there one of these days. Fuck yeah. I'm down. And let's just fucking make like a dumbass parlay and hope it hits. Done. <laughs> let's do you it. Ha- you have me at Pato. Done. I don't even care. <laughs> go. But, but yeah. Real quick about that fight. Um, It happened exactly how, or played out exactly how I thought it would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Round two. Uh. Ryan Garcia comes out aggressive and walks into a shot, gets sat the fuck down just like Ronnie Wilder. Um, and it punch. made him reconsider his life. <laughs> his whole life. His whole life. Like, wait, hold on, man. Wait a minute. <laughs> he came out to Oceans by Hillsong. Thank you. I'm, so, I'm glad someone knew the fucking song. That threw me off completely. Yeah. And now he about to go sit with the man himself because he got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> he about right. to get the fuck out of my tank. Because at first I'm like, is this Sarah McLaughlin? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this? Arms of an Angel? It's ASPCA <laughs> commercial. Like, what the fuck is this song? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I get the religion thing and I understand yeah. now that I know what the song is. Like, that's a very spiritual, deeny song. Cool. If I'm going to go fight somebody, I'm putting on the hardest fucking trap, rap, whatever. That I can fucking find. I want like little dark fucking Wu Tang whapping <laughs> me to the fucking ring. The entire clan. You want he wants to hit him up. <laughs> right. Reunite the whole clan. Like I'm trying to put someone in the fucking dirt. So him coming out and just like Whatever the hell she was saying. <laughs> I was like, this what the fuck is no, but, this shit? Let me tell you why it was kinda kinda cool. Okay. That's the word. I don't know what word to use right now, but cool. We can go with cool. We'll go with cool. So Tank said in the pre-press, pre-fight press conference that he was going to take Ryan to the deep waters. Oh. The song is called Oceans. Oh. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. You I see, get like, you now. You know what I mean? I feel you. So that's why I feel like, okay. It's the, kind of a wink. 
the duality. I see. Yeah. Okay. But that makes he got more drowned. sense. <laughs> <laughs> he got drowned. Uh, that was yeah, Jaws 2. <laughs> if you thought Ryan Garcia took a dive or had a chance to get up, no. You need to get punched in the liver one time. Just once. Just once. That shit ain't fun. I'd rather have you hit me in the face than the liver. Absolutely. That the liver will shut you the fuck down. And there's like nothing you can do. Your body would just say no. Nope. That's exactly what happened. And I yeah, told that's you. Exactly what happened. I, I said it to you specifically. I was like, I had to replay it like eight times to see the angle and the, the way he got hit. And it almost looked like he missed him. It almost looked like it was just, it was so glancing. And the, the, the reaction was so delayed. And then yeah. when I realized that it was a liver punch, I was like, oh, that makes total sense. The yeah. rest of his body caught up. It was like, oh, shit. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> go down, go down, go like, down. He moved three more, step, three more steps and it was just done. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that uh, is just brilliant punching. It's not a dive. Mm -hmm. It wasn't some kind of fluke. And even mm -hmm. Ryan Garcia himself was like, I'm not making excuses. I fucking lost. Like, caught me with a good shot. He caught me with a good shot. It takes one perfectly placed shot, mm -hmm. and it will shut your body down. The same yep. way, like in the UFC, you get punched in that temple, your whole equilibrium is fucked. Mm -hmm. It will doesn't take have to down. be that hard. It doesn't have to be that hard. It just has to be accurate. Mm -hmm. And Tank Davis is an accurate motherfucker. Accurate motherfucker. And you bring up a good point, which is going to lead me to the point that I was going to make. Yeah. So when Garcia... I think Garcia threw a hook, if I remember correctly. I believe you're right. I'm trying to walk the steps back. So he throws a hook, right? And Garcia's a power puncher. So he throws everything into that hook. Right. That's his signature. His signature was the left hook. He was talking about the whole time, yes. Yeah, the whole time. So so Tank, Tank he fights southpaw. So he was he was drawing out that, that counter left hook yep. with, the, with his jab, right? Yep. So he'll bring it out, step out, step in. Yep. That's what Tank would do. Step out, step in, boom. That's it. That's exactly what happened. He didn't even throw that hard. No. It was just accurate. It was accurate, right on the good spot. Took the air out of him, done. In that big old red button, boom, yep. donezo. So he got beautiful. him just like how he got Mario Barrios. Oh, that happened again, huh? Okay, see. Mm -hmm. Yep, I watched that fight too. Mm. Like Tank, I'm a huge fan of Tank, so oh, I've been a, keeping a up with Tank for a while. He's a tremendous fighter. He is. He's not only smart, but he got that one punch knockout power. Oh yeah. So he's like, I don't know if you watch boxing like too much, but this is Japanese dude, uh, Inoue. The name is familiar. And Man. I mentioned this before, I watch boxing, but I really watch just the big fights. Like, right, yeah, anything yeah, yeah. less than, like, this level, I'm <clears throat> pretty much checked out. Mm -hmm, got you. But, yeah, you know, boxing isn't the same as before. So. It's not. And that's why. I used to love yeah. it. I used to watch it religiously. And now it's just like, I don't know. It. Yeah. They had a big amount of time where they just refused to build new stars. And they just, they lean on the, the old guard a long time. The judges got real lazy. A lot of fights got really fucked up. That shouldn't have been. And it just, it killed the sport for years. I'm glad to see them coming back now. I'm glad to see that fights like this get the viewership they do and the money they're supposed to make. Because like they were saying during the fight, like this was pretty much to determine who the next face of boxing. So if Tank Davis is the next face of boxing, boxing is in very good hands. Plain and simple. So, will I be watching more and more? Absolutely. I agree. I think. Yeah. Um, I think Tank in in sports with like weight classes, it's kind of hard to give one guy the face of something. You know. Yeah. Tank is definitely one of the faces of boxing, right? Oh, absolutely. And definitely I mean, one. Of them. And they're lightweights, but like <clears throat> the personalities are larger than life, so yeah, it, it does help to sell it for sure. Absolutely.
And I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, and now, you know, Javante Davis is 29. I mean, that was a 30 and 0 now. So, I mean, that is something where 24 knockouts. Yeah, I think it was uh, 27 knockouts. Excuse me. 27? 27 knockouts. That's that's nuts. That's a 93% rate of knocking fools the fuck out. Mm -hmm. But everything else here was all in Garcia's favor. I mean, Garcia's 5'10. He had a, you know, five inches on Tank Davis. He had a 70 inch reach. Yep. Right at a 67 and a half. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Orthodox and Southpaw. He's four <clears> years younger. So he was towering over Davis. And they brought up a really good point when, when Garcia's throwing these punches. Yes, he wanted that left hook so bad. And he practiced it and practiced it. I don't think he understood how short Davis is. So he's throwing him. He's trying to set it up for it. And he's going over his head a lot. It happened yep. a lot. You saw it, yeah. You saw it a lot yeah. in the first and second round. He just he all the shots that he was throwing when right. the crowd was going crazy with his flurries. Yeah, Javante was just in there. Yep, just small movements is went over yep. his head, side of his head. He's a smaller guy, so yep. I don't think Garcia was able to adjust. And like you said, seven rounds. I think the first four rounds was Davis just getting the timing down, figuring out Garcia's timing and his movements, kind yep. of getting you know testing him a little bit, testing his chin a little bit. And then he just uncorked everything on him. So, like... No. Yeah. Absolutely agree. The first four rounds, he threw, like, four punches, and he landed them all. Exactly. And they all hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, they all hurt. yeah. One of them put him down, so... That... Man, I jumped out of my couch, and my wife was, like, on her phone. And I that knocked down in the, in the second round. I was like, oh, my God! Like, that was just beautiful counterpunching. And yes. you could tell... And I think you look at Garcia's face, and he was like, oh... Demoralized. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, he, he knew. I think he knew he was fucked. This ain't Luke Campbell. No. <laughs> this ain't Luke Campbell. It's not. So yeah, it was a good fight. It was a quick fight. Mm-hmm. All the shit talking. I know they're trying to be friends and everything now. Honestly, whatever. They talked a lot of shit to build this fight. I mean, Davis told Garcia. He said, "Don't bring your mom or your daughter to this fight." I said, <laughs> "That no." But to be fair, Tank didn't bring his family either. Nobody should, but the, the yeah. fact that you say it to another grown man, it's like that's you got some balls. That's a that's a ballsy statement. He said, "I don't mm-hmm. want your daughter to watch you get thrashed." <laughs> okay, I got respect for your family, right? It's gonna be a respectful <laughs> ass whooping, <laughs> exactly. Jeez, Woo, gotta love it. Love the fight game, man. Oh, gotta God, love it, man. So good. Uh, we can transition from that uh, to the XFL. Ooh, the XFL. Now, if you're just joining us for the first time, where the hell you been? What the hell? But under a rock. About under a rock. Nice. About ten weeks ago, Ryan and I decided to follow the XFL in its new iteration, see how things go, chase the ups and downs, and we had a nice friendly wager going that I would pick a random team. He would stick with his Seattle Sea Dragons and Josh Gordon, who he loves very much. I actually appreciate the devotion to Josh and, Gordon that you had. And at the time, they were 0-2. They were 0-2, yes. So I randomly was selected the DC Defenders. I fucking hated the choice at the time, even though I was about, I think, 1-0, 2-0 at that point. And we said whoever had the best regular season record at the end of the 10 weeks, the winner would get a sports apparel of their choice for their selected team. That being said, the season has just ended, and the DC Defenders win the tournament with 9-1 and one for the record, and I have officially won a goddamn bet on this show. <laughs> finally, finally I win something. 
So yay for me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Throw flowers at him. Throw flowers at him. I love you. Thank you, DC. You guys are amazing. DC, also I'm a little pissed because DC ended up 9-1. and And like I said, they lost to the 0-6 Orlando Guardians. DC, by all rights and purposes, should have been an undefeated team this year. That would have been just the cherry on top. However, it's fine. Seattle Sea Dragons barely squeaked by, but they are in the playoffs. Ironically, our two teams are facing each other in the first round of the playoffs. That's crazy. Did you so, want to bet on that game too? We will bet on that game. I think it's only fair. We we came this far, and yes, I won the competition, but come on. I even I think I even said I think our teams are gonna face each other in the playoffs because it just felt like those two trains are going, and here we are, one on one, winner gets to go to the championship. So yes, gentlemen's bet, and you'll like this. I even purchased oh! the new bottle of Hennessy. I for future bets. over here for future bets, yes. Because so, you know you're going to lose at least two of them. Oh, my god! Just because it's your luck. Just because God hates you. Hey, <laughs> maybe my luck, is, my luck is changing because DC has won it. So maybe this time it's going to be on you. Maybe they finish the job. It's going to be a dope game seeing yeah. the DC defenders try to take down Josh Gordon. That's going to be dope. I'm, I'm glad you said Josh Gordon because he literally. He's the oh, whole my team. God. He's the he, whole team. He's, he's literally down, shitting on these DBs every yes. game. Literally, all of them. He's oh. untouchable. He's untouchable. He's, he's getting the Calvin Johnson treatment at the line of scrimmage where they have two gunners out there jamming him. He's <laughs> yes. getting that type of treatment. Yes, and I appreciate that because Josh Gordon is a man amongst men. So, yeah, if you shut down Josh Gordon, the Seahawks the ain't got shit. They ain't got shit. We got so, Pearson, uh, okay. Ben DiNucci. DiNucci's been good, but yeah. it's, um, all, it's a Josh Gordon show. And we you we've know been it. on a roll, you know. We only two to start. What are we now? Seven and three. Six and one the rest of the way. Hey, hey not not bad. Four. You are. They were four and one on the road. So they were doing. I mean, on the road. I know, but they're doing road pretty dogs. well. Mm. So shot bet. Shot bet. Shot bet. Shot bet. So yes, that that being said, one little note I do want to say about the XFL and that. It didn't come up until now, just because we're now we're in the playoffs. So the the four playoff teams are the Defenders, the Sea Dragons, the Houston Roughnecks, and the Arlington Renegades. Here's the the thing I hope they fix about the XFL for next season, which I'm pretty sure they're going to get a second season. Here. But the St. Louis Battlehawks and the Sea the Seattle Sea Dragons were t- were neck and neck for that last playoff spot. Mm-hmm. So they both won. Battlehawks destroyed. I can't remember who they even played. It was like 56 to like 12. It was a yeah. just shellacking. And the Battlehawks are out of the playoffs with a yep. secondary record. However, the Arlington Renegades are in the playoffs with a 4-6 and six record. 4-6. and six, Just because they're in a different division. Yeah. This is where I say, and even A.J. McCarron said the same thing, there's only eight teams in this entire league. Yep. There's absolutely no reason that the playoffs shouldn't just be the four best teams. Facts. Period. Facts. There's absolutely no. You mean to tell me that the Arlington Renegades at four and six on a two-game losing streak belongs in the playoffs for a championship instead of the seven and three Battlehawks who went three and two at home, four and one on the on the road? You you mean to tell me that the Battlehawks shouldn't be in and the Renegades should? Like, come on, man. No, come yeah, on, that's that. Dude. That's that Dallas Cowboys bullshit. Right. You know when like, the Cowboys win the division going eight and eight. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's some bullshit. I, even, I fucking hate that shit. I just, Playoffs I can't should always it. be the best against the best. That's exactly what it should be. And with the NFL 
fine. I get it. We've been doing it for a long time this way. There's a shit ton of teams. So taking the best of the best isn't always possible. Whatever. But with eight teams, what's your excuse? Come on, man. What's your excuse? And I'll show you some bullshit. Exactly. There's no excuse for this. Battle Hawks were probably the second best team in the entire league. Like, come on. At least to the Sea Dragons, yeah. So, okay, sure. We'll see about that. We'll see. We'll see who the champion. I'm, I'm very excited to see who the champion is going to be. But, but that being said, yes, there's absolutely no reason why the Battle Hawks <clears throat> should not be in this playoff. Because honestly, the four of those teams would be dope. Renegades, come on, man, come on. That's man. stupid. That's all I got to say about that. That was just I noticed that, and I was like, that's really their record. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, uh, pissed. There was. It was something like the Sea Dragons had a score over 34 and hold, I forgot who we were playing, under 34 yeah. or something yeah. like that. The, I mean, the, the tiebreaker situation in the XFL is a shit show. That's some fantasy football shit. It's more than that. That's some fucking calculus shit. I, was, it's, I got it right in front of me, too. It's like the derivative of the road losses <laughs> against the points scored <laughs> multiplied by the dividend of the number of games played and the number of games lost. Times equals square, yeah. the chance of you getting into the playoffs. Right. Times the square root of a pineapple under the sun. Divided by the Brahma that is not right. in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what... So, it says, like, if there's two teams and a tiebreaker, in order, the tiebreaker goes head-to-head record, win-loss percentage in division games, strength of victory, combined record of opponents in wins... Best combined ranking among division teams and points scored and points allowed in all games. Best combined ranking among all teams and points scored and points allowed in all games. Best net points in all games. Best net touchdowns in all games. And finally, a coin toss. What? Did anybody get that? Because I just read it and I'm just like, huh? That makes no sense. So, if all else fails, they flip a coin. Practically, yes. Why don't they just flip a coin to begin with and just end all the bullshit? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) There are eight fucking teams. This isn't rocket science. And you know how you get rid of even all that shit, even the coin toss? Make it the best four teams. Then there's no need for a fucking tiebreaker. You'll be fine. It, the, it's a no one toss, can say shit. Nobody no can, can say, say shit. shit. No one can say shit about it. That's all. Just there are certain things XFL does very well. This is not one of those things. So, mm-hmm. Un, mm-hmm. you know, untangle this. Fix this shit. It's a yeah. stupid rule. And the... The record thing needs to be fixed too. Like this playoff shit is real stupid. If you got a four and six team trying to play for a championship, that's yeah, insane. Let's say absolutely. let's say Arlington wins it all. What did that prove? They can win one game when it counts. Come on, that's man. any pro team. If, if any I'm being honest with you, team. any pro team, especially in the game of football, right? Oh, God. but yeah, I don't know. That's beyond our pay grade, obviously. All we are are just uh, some uh, middling fans that uh, apparently don't know what the fuck we're talking about. We're some talking heads, apparently, man. Like Apparently. You know, we do what we can for our people, for our listeners. Mm-hmm. They understand that we make some sense here. But, you know, I'm not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't pretend to be. I mean, I used to back when I was a big wrestling fan. I always liked being The Rock. But now I don't pretend to be him. But I would love to have his problems. That's for sure. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, He's, he's got a billion of them. <laughs> and counting. And counting, yes. Yeah. Well, from one league to another, we will pivot over to everyone's favorite football league, the NFL. The No Fun League. The No Fun League, yeah. Oh, my God. Remember when they were, like, cracking down on touchdown celebrations? Oh, my fucking God. There was one. You just said No Fun League. It reminded me of the one fucking celebration I saw that I will look it up to this day. I believe it was Andrew Hawkins. On the Cleveland Browns. And this is when they were cracking down bad where no one could fucking celebrate. So Andrew Hawkins catches a touchdown and he literally, like, he gets up in the end zone and just 
places the ball down like a robot, and walks away like a robot. <laughs> I was like, that's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. And then I'm going to it right here. Yes. That, it's, it's so good. It's so good. So that was the one good thing that came out of that, but I do remember the No Fun League. That shit was... <laughs> However, that's not what we're talking about today. What I want to talk about is everyone's favorite quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Whoa. If, uh, thank you. If you, This is the last thing I'm going to say about it because, my God, it's finally over. If you didn't notice, if you've been living under a rock, the, the, the wait is over. The Packers have finally, fucking finally, traded Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets. It's over. It's done. He's out of Green Bay. He's out of our division. He's out of our fucking lives. And I couldn't be happier. I'd be coming right now if I didn't have really nice pants on. So <laughs> just they, take them off. Just take them off. Just take them off. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> They'll love it. Listeners will love it. I mean, for all they know, I don't have any on at all. You can't see me past my waist here. Yeah. One of these days, just ass naked. Hoodie, ass naked on the bottom. And no one will know. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like that uh you remember uh witherspoon and uh friday yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna clip that shit in here too. <laughs> yes that's gonna be me absolutely i'm i'm just gonna sound extra confident that day that's all you'll be like, like that's why <laughs> just super super small face uh but yes jets they get aaron Rodgers, and the packers honestly in my opinion Kind of fleece the Jets in the first place. They got a, a deal that I didn't think they would get. And some people are saying it's not a fleece. And I'll explain <clears> why in a second. So the Jets got Aaron Rodgers. The Packers and Jets flipped their first round picks. So Packers mm-hmm. get 13. Jets get 15. And the mm-hmm. Jets get the number 170. Packers get number 42. So a second round pick. And mm-hmm. the number 207. But here's why they fleeced them. They also got the Jets 2024 second round pick. But that is a conditional pick. If Rodgers plays at least 65% of the plays for the year, that becomes a first-round pick. You mean to tell me you don't think that Rodgers is going to play that whole fucking season to make sure that's a fucking first-round pick? It's the dumbest condition I've ever heard. Unless Rodgers gets knocked the fuck out or tears something with his old ass, that's going to be a first-round pick, which means you gave up your first-rounder next year for old bum-ass Aaron Rodgers. I don't care how good he still might be. It's a first-round pick for some dude who's going to play for maybe one or two more years. Tops. Tops. You give him a first for it. That's where I think you got fleeced. If it was just the second, I think it's a good deal for everybody. Mm. But for all the people who gave the Bears a shit ton of of smack talk for giving up what was an early second-round pick for Chase Claypool, and now it's technically a first round pick very late like the last pick in the first round they gave the bears all sorts of shit why would you get a first round pick for chase claypool motherfucker it was a second round pick it just so happened (laughs) it just kind of turned into a first round pick on a fucking technicality because another team fucked up that's the only reason it's considered a first i still think a second round pick for chase claypool compared to the free agent receivers that were on the market at the time was a good solid idea and no, he hasn't done anything yet. He was just learning the playbook. Let us know at the end of this. Then we'll see if it's a bust. But everyone was getting their fucking pitchforks out. So I argue that that's a better idea than y'all giving up a first round for Rodgers. Come on, man. I actually have opposing opinion. Let's hear it. I believe the Jets actually won this trade. How so? For one, 
they got the best asset in this trade in Aaron Rodgers. Sure. By far. I don't care who those first-round picks are. They're not going to be better than Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I will say that confidently right now. You're probably as a not Detroit, wrong. As a Detroit Lions fan, I will say it right now. None of them first-round picks are going to amount to Aaron Rodgers. Combine on them first-round picks. They're not going to amount to Aaron Rodgers. You know why? They ain't going to bring you a Super Bowl. You know why? You ain't got the guy at quarterback. That's a fair point. You ain't got that guy no more. You ain't got Brett Favre. You ain't got Bart Starr. You ain't got A-Rod. He's that's, not that, that guy. That's fair. That's fair. Jordan Love, he's not that guy. Oh, they they sure think he is. Ooh, he's, he's not that guy. Ooh, Green Bay fans are all aboard the love train. I'm not, like, at least right now, he is not that guy. Nope. And you know what? I don't think he'll ever be that guy to bring him to a Super Bowl. I don't think so. But don't tell them that. And it's it's not his fault. He didn't draft himself. No, not at all. The team is shit. Thank you. Ooh. We're going to find out just how shit they are, too. Who's scared of Romeo Dobbs? Who's scared of Christian Watson? I'm not. I'm not saying Brian had more catches and yards and both of them combined. That's right. Who is scared of them? Not me. Who? Who? Jair. Just throw it out of the corner. Right. <laughs> There's two. We got two corners here. Yes. Bruh. Like, you, they got who? Rashawn Gary as a pass rusher? Yep. He's, he's pretty good. He's I, good. I'm not going to take him. He's pretty right. good, but, I mean. There are pieces here. It's not yeah. an overall threat like they used to be. They haven't been for a while. And so I'm saying that to say the Jets could have traded up and took a rookie quarterback, right? Very true. Unproven, That's you know, have them battle out with Zach Wilson. Woo, woo, woo. That's right. But they didn't. They said, you know, we're going to get a veteran quarterback that Zach Wilson is going to make. And Zach Wilson is going to make their life. <laughs> I saw that shit. <laughs> you know, but what people don't realize is Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers have a relationship. Yeah, that's true. They are close. He's almost like a mentor to Zach Wilson. Already. Yeah, already. And so Zach Wilson is going to see him in the building, someone that he respects. Right. Someone that he wouldn't mind holding the clipboard for. Exactly. And so this can be very beneficial to Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. In the long run. I don't know how it's going to play out, but I'm saying it could be. Like, they, that chemistry shit is real. That off the field, off the court shit is real. Oh, yeah. I.E. Sacramento Kings, Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox. Yep. Absolutely right. Who would have thought they would be the third seed in the West? And be tied up with the Warriors right now. Nobody. I didn't, I didn't get why, it. Why are they? Because they're so tight off the court that on the court it shows. Absolutely. You have to have that. You have to have that. And I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe it's going to benefit Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson will grow from this opportunity to sit behind Aaron Rodgers and learn for a couple years. And we talked about it before. The Jets as a team, as a franchise, as a whole, they're probably not the best team in the division right now. No. Not if they're barely third. Easily the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Um, They could probably duke it out with Miami, and they'll figure it out. Yeah. I still feel Miami's got the edge. Overall, as a team, I do too. But Tua yeah. versus A-Rod, that's, uh, that yeah. could be the deciding factor. Exactly. Um, And so, what was I saying? I forgot what I was saying. I was fucking winning on the <laughs> But, oh, yeah, yeah. The New York Jets could have traded up in the draft to get a quarterback. That is true. Might not have worked out. You know Aaron Rodgers going. Do you He's know? proven. He won the MVP just last season. He did. I, I would argue it's easy to look like an MVP in our division, but um, but that's fair. I would argue it's hard to make the throws that he makes to the receivers that he has. True, true. And this is coming from a Lions fan. Like, I can't right. stand this dude. But I can't either. Let's, well, let's be we, we real. Know. We know. He is the greatest. Him and Patrick Mahomes are the greatest throwers of the football I've ever seen in my life. I have no argument there. Like Pure throwers of the football. Right, absolutely. There's some shit that Aaron Rodgers could do that no one can ever think of doing outside right. of Patrick Mahomes. Very true. And that alone, that alone, with the receivers that he has, right? I think 
I think the Jets make the playoffs. I'm gonna say it right now. I'm glad you brought that up because my next question is: Does Aaron Rodgers get the Jets a Super Bowl? My answer is no. I don't think he does because the Jets, as a team, they're just outmatched by everyone else in the AFC. If you look right. at the top, the cream of the crop, they're outmatched by the Chiefs, right. uh, the Bills right now. Uh, hypothetically speaking, if Lamar Jackson goes back to the Ravens, <laughs> by the Ravens, yep, um, by the Bengals, yep, that's um, true. shit. So, and I don't think he gives them a Super Bowl. That's the kind of the point I'm making here. It's I don't. I'm not saying that he doesn't make the Jets successful because you're right. They, I would much rather, if it's me, as much as I can't stand him, if I'm picking between a rookie quarterback unknown and Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I'm giving up some stuff for Aaron Rodgers. Fine. That's whatever it is. My thing is, like I said, I don't think he lasts more than one to two years of this team. Plain and simple. He is going to a tougher division than he's ever had to play in. He's going against much stiffer competition against him in the rest of his conference games. Like, the AFC is a nightmare. So, I don't think he is going to be as cushy as he had it back when he was in our division. A. B. You're giving up a first-round pick. Not saying you should get a quarterback with that pick, but you're still mortgaging a little bit of the future for a guy who's probably not going to get you a Super Bowl either. Yes, he gets you closer, but then what? I thought the whole point of moving first-round picks is to get you a piece that gets you a Super Bowl, not just a playoff spot. That's where I feel that that conditional second-round pick is not worth it because you're still giving up potentially a superstar. Let's say the Jets shit the bed next year because it happens to the Jets. Then you have a high pick that you don't get to use now. Like, And I know it's conditional. I know it's, it's still probably going to be low no matter what. However, first-round picks, they, they're crapshoots, but sometimes they're gems. I feel that a, a team can sustain more of a championship-quality roster if you build, 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 and then add an average to above-average quarterback to it. I don't need Rodgers if the rest of my team is stellar. And I think that's what they were building before all these moves started happening. They were building a very solid roster. So all of a sudden, like a Lamar Jackson... Given another year or so, I go for Lamar Jackson, still have a really good set of Ross of draft picks, and go from there. You put him, like Lamar, into a completed team where he was the missing piece. I don't know if Rodgers does that for at least in the long term. I'm thinking long term here. No, it's yeah. Been a long um, time. Uh let's be honest. Uh the Jets aren't gonna win a Super Bowl in our lifetime. Ever. <laughs> um this move to me is more of a business move for both sides when yeah. uh, aaron Rodgers and the new york jets yeah yeah it's good for the jets business good for aaron Rodgers' business that's he's true. finally in a big market he's out of green bay oh yeah he's going to get the notoriety that he deserves they're gonna sell tickets up the deserves. wazoo Holy he's going shit. to sell tickets yeah he's the best or the biggest quarterback to play in new york since joe namus oh yeah easily easily Absolutely. i mean this is great for aaron Rodgers' brand yeah it's great for the new york jets's brand they're gonna bring each other tons of money um and that's why they're gonna be successful they don't care about Super Bowls. Mm. You heard me. They don't care about <laughs> Super Bowls. You know who else don't care about Super Bowls? The Green Bay Packers don't care about Super Bowls. No. Nope. I know They're they okay don't. with just having a good quarterback. You know why? Because they don't have any owners. No. The people but, are the owners. The people own the team. That's right. So as long as they're respectable, they're going to be profitable. Right. Oh, they yeah. don't give a fuck. That's very true. So they're going to sell it no matter what, which unfortunately so, is the same as the Bears. We sell out every year 
It's ridiculous. The the apparel sales are through the roof, and the product has gotten just exponentially worse. But everyone's complacent, so nothing changes. Nothing changes. Yep. Um, you're not wrong. But I say that to say that's why this trade to me got the reaction it got when we when you opened up with the transition. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yo, honestly, like whatever. You're right. That's how I feel um, about it. Just, okay. Aaron Rodgers is still gonna be Aaron Rodgers, but I mean. I'm going to watch. He's, yeah. he's going to have the same success in the playoffs in the AFC that he had in the NFC these past few years, which isn't much. Isn't much. much. Yeah. That's, and that's and really what it is. Like, And the reason is going to be the same. He's just on a team with less talent than what he's going against. Right. I mean, that's the receivers that he's inheriting are nice, you know? Yeah, they are. And he, he comes good in with Lazar. Yeah, he has good pieces know? on defense. He'll be comfortable. And it's just doesn't amount to the Buffalo Bills. No, like they're in your division, you're, so you can't playing, get past them. Yeah, you're playing for second. Yeah, if they're fine, and you know it's not my money. If y'all fine with that, Jets fans, hey, cool, hey, cool. Please be successful. Like, yeah. go go bring Bart Scott back. Make him a defensive coach. I'd watch your shit because I love Bart Scott. So I hope for all purposes and as much hate as I've given Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. over the years. I wanted to break my TVs, all the, oh, he owns the Chicago Bears, all that bullshit. There has been a long period of time where I've had to hate this man every fucking Sunday for years. Congratulations, Rodgers. I I respect the man. I don't agree with his opinions. I think he's kind of a jackass, and I hate seeing him play, and I hate that he gave Green Bay all that success. Whatever. At the end of the day, I respect the hustle. I respect the legacy. And I hope he does well with the Jets because he's not the Packers. Fuck the Packers. That's the thing. But if he does well with the Jets, that's just good for football. The Jets being a good team helps everybody. We want that competition. I just don't see it. Me personally. I'm going to watch. I will absolutely watch. In fact, spoiler alert, I might look for some Jets on my fantasy team. We'll see. Garrett, <laughs> Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, Garrett boy. Wilson. <laughs> he might have a breakout. Brees Hall might be dope too. That, that whole office is going to open up. That's great for fantasy. I don't see a lot happening. Super Bowl six. No, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, like I said, I believe the Jets don't care about winning Super Bowls. I think you're right. I believe Aaron Rodgers doesn't really care about winning Super Bowls either. Nah. If he did, he probably would have tried to go to San Fran. That's he what I said. He said, yeah. the New York Jets. Yeah, only the Jets. That's the only, only the team he considered at this point. Yes. Which is so, kind of nuts. He can say all he wants about, yeah, that's, you know, he says some shit like, oh, I want to go to a, I'm an old guy, so I want to go to a fucking good team. Some bullshit like yeah, that. Yeah, something like, like that. Bro, you could have went to a better fucking team. Right. You could have went to the Lions. The, oh, God. Would you have liked that? I think I asked it before. Yes, I would have. Yeah. yeah. No, I meant, no, no, no. Like, as a team, the Lions are better than the Jets. Oh, like, yeah. Like, no bias here. No bias here. Absolutely. I'm talking facts. On paper, completely. Yes, I agree with that. Oh, you give him Amara St. Brown. I mean, Jamison Williams out here gambling, missing some games, but yeah, we'll get him back. It's cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if he got Swifty. Kept, yeah, if you had kept Jamal Williams, oh my God. Like, Oh my God. Rodgers would have been in heaven. Yeah. Um. But yeah, whatever. It's what it is. It's, yeah, we will whatever. see. Good luck, Jets fans. You, they have, yeah. you guys have had a long road trying to get back to these playoffs. I think it has been 12 years since the Jets have won a playoff yes. game or even been to the playoffs. So. Yes. It's been a long drought. I yes. do hope for the fans' sake, because I have nothing against Jets fans. As much as I say shit about New York, they're more Jersey anyway. Anyway, but... East Rutherford. East Rutherford. So, for the fans, I hope that the success is on your way. That's cool to see. Um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, 
But this will be my first hot take about the new look Jets. Oh. Uh, they will not have the same success they had with Mark Sanchez with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and that's not because of Aaron Rodgers. That's because of the talent around him. Mark Sanchez has some fucking dogs. Yeah, he really did. Oh, I can't but, comparing him to old butt fumble. No, I mean, it's not his fault, like I said, but he's not going to have that same success. He's not going to see AFC Championship games. I'm sorry. I don't think he is either. And no, he's not. That's why I said give it one to two years. He's going to smack his head against the wall and just be he's, done. I see him winning double-digit games, 10, 11, 12 games. I can see it. But hey, I don't see him. card. Yeah. That's about it. He'll sneak in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, going from that, and we're going to finish up just talking about the draft. The NFL draft is tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and boy, it's been a long road to this night especially for Bears fans. We have gone through the entire journey, the ups and the downs, sitting on top of the world, trading the number one pick. Now we're rumbling and seeing we might still make another trade. That's It's getting hot. Like I said, it, where there's smoke, there's fire. So yeah. the smoke as of this morning is we are still open for business for that number nine pick. So we will see. And we're not going to get into a bunch because we've talked about the draft at length. All I want to know, sir, is Final prediction for your Detroit Lions in the first round. What do you want to Okay, what do I want to see? What do you want to see? Our first pick in the first round, uh, I think it's pick six or eight. I I don't remember for some reason. I think you're six. Six? Uh, you might be eight. I can't remember. But I don't remember either. For some Seahawks reason, are up there, too. I, I it's one of the two. I yeah, know it's not seven. <laughs> it's not seven. You're six Weird, right? Yeah, six right, or eight. Right. But I want Jalen Carter. Yeah? I want Jalen Carter. I think he feels, a, he feels a need, and I think... Uh, with him in the middle, Aiden on the outside, and James oh. Houston on the outside, I oh. think that would be a formidable pass rush for years to come. Just nasty. Yeah. Like, for the next, like, decade. Yeah, for sure. Oh. For the next decade. That's San Francisco-like with Bosa, yeah. Armstead, you know? Yeah. Um, And then with our second pick in the first round, if he's available, since we lost Okuda, mm. I like Joey Porter Jr. I like that. I think he's going to be available. We could go Christian Gonzalez at six. But I'd rather wait for Joey Porter. I would. If we can get a Jalen Carter, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. So, Jalen Carter, Joey Porter Jr., what you got? Okay. Now, see, I've gone over this so many times, and especially at number nine, with the, with the news of the quarterbacks kind of flying around, and, you know, it, it, the Bryce Young and the C.J. Stroud, now it's going back and forth again. Like, I am really, really hoping that we have big quarterback panic, and everyone tries to fly up to the boards, and grab whatever quarterback they can, knocking down the elite talent so that I don't have to move back down. I know that the Bears are open for business. I still feel like if we trade down even past like 12, it's not worth it because we need top-tier talent. And we have a bunch of picks already. So I really hope we're not doing something stupid like going down to a late first-round pick because we're going to shoot ourselves in the foot unless you make it really worth our fucking while. And I don't see anybody out there who's going to be worth our while. So, that being said, at the end of the day, if we don't have Jalen Carter, who I feel, even with the red flags, will transform our defense. So no, he, man. He's... He, the, the talent is there. It's, you can't deny it. No. And whatever happened to his combine, happened with his combine, if he was a little lazy, whatever. He's got a lot on his mind. But either he falls to us at nine, which would be crazy, or I want us to just stay and pick the best offensive lineman. And I know it's not a sexy pick. But if you watch the Bears at all, you understand you have to protect Justin at all fucking costs. We can mm. get cute all we want. It has to be an offensive lineman. 
as, as much shit as we talk about Fields being the future of football, he can't be the future if he's dead. Absolutely. We, he can't be the future if his ACL is torn because he's getting sacked 50 times a fucking season. You have to protect him. And we had a few nuggets of, of glory on that offensive line last year. Nuggets. That's it. I need somebody who's going to have his fucking back. So, I don't care who it is. Peter Skaronsky, Paris Johnson, um, Darnell Wright, Broderick Jones. Any of them. I don't care. Whoever is the best one on our board at nine is who we need to take and anchor that fucking offensive line. I'll take it with the first two of our picks. I don't care. You have to protect your quarterback. What what uh what picks do you guys have? We are at number nine and then like twelve? No, no, no. We only have the one first round. Who is? Pulling it up, pulling it up. I know there's a couple of teams that have multiples. Oh, so no, right. we I'm are... talking about Houston. I was talking about Houston. I yeah, think. Houston has two and twelve. Yeah. So we are number nine, fifty-three. 61. So we have two second round picks, a third at number 64. We have two fourth round picks, 103 and 133. We have two fifth round picks, 136, 148, and then two seventh <coughs> round picks. So the Bears have a ton of draft capital in the first three rounds. Yeah. yeah first yeah. four rounds, really. I would. And this is a very deep class for like defensive players, defensive edges. Like there's a lot we can do for the defense in the mid rounds and still find some really great talent. But that is first pick needs to be offensive line i i know and i really want to say jsn i would love it i would fu- i knew you were gonna say it too i would fucking love having jsn because you talk about embarrassment of riches that kansas city didn't have Ooh. oh just feels got some toys now if you could just say jsn like you got jsn you got dj, DJ more like you got playpool still you got yep, mooney still yep you keep Clip, your Claypool or Mooney is going to be going after this year anyway. So I would say keep one of them. It's probably going to be Claypool. I, give them I'm keeping Mooney. I'm keeping. I Mooney. would keep Mooney, but they gave up that high pick for Claypool, which is why I would see they would want to move. But I feel you keep Mooney. More Mooney and JSN. Oh, so good. That, However, I don't. I don't think it's the best idea for the future of our quarterback. Like I, I said, I, I know you do. I would love it, but I got to think long-term. I, I get too bogged down in these short-term deals. And you also got to remember, we have been bitten before by a first-round receiver not too long ago by the name of Kevin White. So, Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, it, it hurts, man. It's, stratospheres, it hurts. Stratospheres here. One guy, pristine route runner. Other guy, just a big physical receiver. Okay. JSN is a pristine like clean I know. like yeah he's one like, of the best route runners white tea out the Haynes packet <laughs> like clean route runner right like Larry Fitzgerald type route runner I know. that's who he reminds me of oh uh, I would love it I trust me if they pick JSN I'm not gonna be mad I'm gonna be happy as shit no but yeah but Justin Fields can't throw to JSN if he's running for his life all the time and no one's gonna call Justin Fields the passer that I know he is if he's running all the time, he can't do it. He's going to have a three-year career. It'll be over. Here's why I push back on that. You remember when uh, Cincinnati had the chance to take Penny Sewell? Oh, you're took right. Jamar Chase? This is always that argument. And they took Jamar Chase? Yeah. And they went and, to a Super Bowl? Woo, and they lit everyone on fire. I know. And that's what I envisioned, too. Trust me. I think about that a lot. Because I'm like, you, sometimes you just need a fucking weapon. And JSN has a weapon. So, again, if we get cocky, and that's the move. I'm going pantsless next week. I'm just saying. Hey, man. All bets are A. Hey, if they get JSN 
The Bears might win the division. Oh, I ain't gonna cap, bro. The Bears might win the division. They get JSN. You need offensive firepower, and that would be it. Let me, I'm pulling my pants up for this, bro. Let, <laughs> bro, right, right down there. Yep. Let me tell you this. We I know we about to be finished, but that's look, all right. JSN is the. That's not fair because we have a, we've had a lot of good wide receivers come up. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But as a prospect, he's the best prospect to me since Jamar Chase. I would agree with that. He as a prospect, he was better than Justin Jefferson as a yeah. prospect. He was better than AJ Brown. He's better than DK Metcalf as a prospect. Yeah, not player. Prospect. Get that through your head, people. Prospect. Prospect. Like he, he could run every route. He could play the X, the Y, the Z. Yep, he's done it all. Definition of a number one receiver. Can right. block. Has chemistry with Justin Fields. This man is Larry Fitzgerald Jr. in the flesh, in right. my opinion. And I'm glad you just brought it up because I was going to say it. Let's not even forget the fact that he already has chemistry with Justin Fields. That was his receiver. That was his top guy. So there is no period in which they need to get on the same page. They no. would hit the blocks out the gate. They own the same page right now. They, yeah, they they, they, they they have the strip club right now. Right. <laughs> the cookout with John Morant <laughs> celebrating John the win. Morant. That's right. <laughs> My dog's having fun. Exactly. Like there was, there's no warm up for those two. So bringing in his guy, the same mold that Cincinnati did it. Oh. I will argue just one split thing about that. Yes, Cincinnati could have drafted P- uh, Peanut. Penile. 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 Sewell. Yes. Penile. Penile. Penile Swole. Penile Swole. Oh, my God. Oh, but. So, yes, they could have drafted a, a great offensive lineman instead of Jamar Chase. However, the Cincinnati offensive line is, was still better than Chicago's offensive line by far. And that's not saying much, but they were in a better position to take a Jamar Chase and take that swing. Did you see the Bears last year? Have you seen them in the last five years? The line is easily the worst part of the team. Hey, you could have said this. You could have easily said the same thing for the Cincinnati Bengals at the time. Uh, They weren't that bad. If anything, they were average at best. No, they were... no, they were fucking terrible, bro. For a while, yes. They were fucking the terrible, years. bro. Last I know years. because I would play Madden. <laughs> and I have to throw fucking slants all day because I can't get the protection to throw the ball downfield to Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, I've, I, I've been scorned in the past. I just I wanted to make the best decision. Like you and I talked about, It's this is a almost foolproof way of doing this fucking draft, and I really don't want to mess up. If we get JSN... Motherfucker. You ain't messing up. You ain't, no. Let me tell like, you. CJ, like, oh, God. CJ, sometimes, let me tell you this. Sometimes we overthink things because we care a little too much. You are absolutely right. I think you're overthinking it. Yeah. You're Take not the wrong. best player. BPA. It's going to be JSN. <laughs> yeah. He feels a need, and he has, he has assets within himself already that make him the best receiver on your team if he gets drafted on right. I don't know uh, he, how to embrace that happiness. Yeah, he will be better than DJ Moore. <laughs> like I have oh, all yeah. the confidence in the world. He is better than D- as soon as he walks in the building, he's better than DJ Moore. I agree, hundred percent. That, that's how much like that. That's the regard I hold him in. Instant like, upgrade. I, after breaking down this fucking film, I'm like, yo, he's l- he's the real deal. He, yes, he's an NFL receiver. Like l- already, legit. he was he was an NFL receiver in college. Freshman year, <laughs> pretty much. Or yeah. was it his sophomore year? I don't know. Sophomore year, he broke out. Sophomore year. He's been an NFL receiver since his sophomore year in college. Yep. You're not wrong. We'll see. It's going to be a fun night tomorrow night. 
I might record a live reaction for my pick. We'll see if I get my instant tears or instant joy, and we'll kind of clip that in too. But yeah, yeah, man. you better not fucking. You better hope you don't get no Will Levis. If you say that, woman, man, <laughs> you made that joke like six weeks ago, and it's still hanging over my head. They're gonna do something stupid like that. It's not gonna happen. But don't hey, he's gonna be available. Yeah, I bet. Not my time at nine, no, because everyone's gonna freak out when four quarterbacks go right away. They're like, oh god. We'll love this, and it's going to be hilarious. Oh, yeah, speaking of quarterback, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. With the Lions, one quarterback I have my eye on is Hennon Hooker. Oh, really? Yes. I would not be mad if we took him with our second first-round pick. It wouldn't be a bad – I mean – It would not be a, a bad high, idea. But getting a quarterback in general for you, yes, that's an absolutely good idea. That would not – Bro, people forget, Hennon Hooker damn near won the Heisman before he got hurt. That's true. That is he, true. He's a legit dual-threat quarterback. Yeah, he's rising. And who this guy reminds me of as a prospect – is Deshaun Watson at Clemson at Clemson. Damn, damn. That's high praise. He like he he got it. Like the it factor. He has it. The film might not jump out to you, but he'll but, make certain plays throughout the game where you go, Wow, they really needed that. Right. I mean, when that's all really you need, need to play. When Tennessee needed to play. Right. Hannon Hooker made it with his feet or his arm. There you go. Either that's one. And, good building blocks right there. So I mean, yeah, I think he goes higher than he was originally gonna go anyway. And I agree. Picking him up for the for the Lions is not a bad idea at all. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Last words for your fans. Um. So, hopefully I have a story for you next time around. There was so um, much sports shit this week. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well, hopefully I have a story for you guys next time around. I'm, I'm pretty sure I will. We just had a lot of work to get through, you know. So, yeah. we had to get through all this work first. But it ain't really work because we just out here kicking it. Hell yeah. Um. But, yeah. Uh. Next week. Uh, not sure what we have in line. But we're probably gonna recap the draft, so I'm sure we will. Stay tuned for that. Probably talk about the second round of the NBA playoffs. Yeah, a lot of exciting things happening in the sports world. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, like, subscribe, follow. You know we love hearing you. We love all the feedback. Please hit us up at Bank Bros Show, Facebook, Instagram. We are at the Bank Bros Show on YouTube. Check out the clips again. This man's cranking them out. It's great shit. Let's keep it going. Like hit us up. We got some polls going now too. So some more fan feedback. We want we want that interaction. We're cooking up some more ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh I think you guys are gonna like what we got coming, so please stay tuned. And you know, again, let us know what you want to hear. That's all we want is fan interaction. We crave yes. it. We crave it in our bones. So just let Ooh. us know. We get I get to hear from people almost on a daily basis now. So some new guests coming up, some great That's topics. It, it's gonna be a good time, man. So stay with us and we hope you're yeah, enjoying it. Yeah, and man. I'm, I'm trying to secure an interview with a UFC fighter. I'm not gonna Ooh. say who, but I, I gotta connect. I gotta Let's, connect. I'm trying to. I'm trying to set that up. I'm trying to set we'll, that up. We'll see if that manifests. Let's put that on the whiteboard somewhere and manifest that. I'm trying to set that up. I would love, especially since I know who it is. Like, yeah, dude. Yes, let that quick be hint. Dope. He Ooh. won his last fight on Adesanya's card. There you go. Main card. That's all you get to know. That's all you gotta know. Nope. Got got keep him wanting more. You know, got got to hook him in a little bit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll be here next week coming back at you. Bank Bros are in your city. We are here for you, and you can bank on it. One, Peace. Two, three. <laughs> <laughs>